Welcome to another episode of Talk Jola, a podcast series by Weird Kaya. I'm your host today. My name is Cheyenne. So today we have with us two very special guests, Joseph Kaur, who is a lawyer at Maoing Kwai and Associates, and also Jawi from AirAsia. Would you guys like to say hi to our audience? Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Okay, so let's get it started. So today we'll be discussing on the topic loving and embracing yourself just the way you are. It will revolve around the topic of self-esteem, which is a struggle that has been faced or still facing by many. And I believe at some point of time in our lives, a lot of people will more or less encounter you know, problems related to self-esteem. So Weird Kaya has recently covered an article about a girl who expressed her disappointment on TikTok saying that she only had friends just because she was smart, you know, and her friends wanted to copy her homework and, you know, get tips from exam and not because they love her and appreciate her for who she really is. And she also struggled to accept the bitter truth of this beauty-obsessed society which favours looks over sincerity in building friendships. So in her own words, she said, you know, when you're not a beauty, you need to study harder and only then will others notice and befriend you. So to me, this is actually pretty sad and I hope no one would ever have to go through this. But in reality, this is something that a lot of us are facing on a regular basis or not on a frequent basis. And I believe some of our listeners can resonate with how this girl actually felt. So and I'm sure our self-esteem will somehow be affected by how we're being treated and what we go through. So I'd like to start the uh, to kickstart this discussion by asking, you know, both our um, both of our speakers, what is self-esteem to you? Maybe we can start with Joseph. Thanks, Cheyenne. Um, self-esteem to me, but before I go into what self-esteem is to me, let me just quote from the. I mean, I was going to quote from the Oxford Dictionary. But I think the Google Dictionary nowadays is more authoritative than the Oxford Dictionary itself. <laughs> uh, so from my Google search, it says that self-esteem is confidence in one's own worth or abilities or, about, or self-respect. Actually, I do agree with that definition and I do agree with that and I would adopt that into what I think uh, self-esteem is. I think it's a good description of, of the topic and I think we can discuss it more later. Mm, okay. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. Uh, let's hear from Jawi. Like, what do you think about self-esteem? Like, what it is to you? Yeah, I think self-esteem, it's basically how you see yourself and how you value yourself as a person. Yeah, I think generally it's just that concept. Mm, I see. I guess that's like the quite a general definition of um, self-esteem. And, you know, in our further discussion, let us dive deep into, you know, what generally affects your self-esteem and like to what extent has it affected you? Maybe I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think for me, back then, it was my mindset of being like a perfectionist. So that goes back to all these unrealistic and heavy self-expectations, right, on myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like how I should perform, um, how I should prepare to be good enough, and how I should be doing certain things by certain ways. You know, but I think there is always like a fine line between high standards and also being toxic to yourself. By high standards, as in like, okay, you give yourself a constructive feedback on like how you should be doing, how you should be doing certain things. But the toxic part is that you're holding yourself back in doing like a lot of things. And I think I was struggling in the latter. Yeah, so I think that was my experience like, in 
this matter. Mm, I think to a certain extent, um, if you keep comparing yourself to your peers or someone who is more superior or have or who have achieved more than you, I think that would be also like similarly quite to- toxic as well. Do you agree to that, shall we? Yeah, I mean, comparing yourself to your peers definitely will trigger that. Mm. Yeah, but for like my experience, it was really like this self-expectation that I had within myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit different. Yeah, but definitely like the peer comparison, that was also a trigger point. Mm. I think somehow these comparisons will actually kind of like build you or break you. It just, you just have to use it very wisely. You just have to like have a balance between how it will help you and how it will bring you because it can be quite detrimental if you consistently compare yourself to, you know, something you can um, potentially never be able to achieve. I think like taking like small steps in trying to improve yourself every day would help um, in self-esteem rather than, you know, trying to take a very big leap to a place where you could po- uh, you could never possibly achieve. I think that's, you know, too hard to achieve and that will kind of, like, lower your self-esteem in the long run. I mean, that's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. What about Joseph? I would agree with both Jiaoyi and Cheyenne, your views. I would think that, basically mm-hmm. coming back to what uh, Jiaoyi mentioned, one of the things that affect my self-esteem personally and I have two things. I'll come to the second one later. The first thing is, of course, my capabilities as what uh, Jiawi has mentioned. Being a perfectionist, I'm not that much of a perfectionist, but it sometimes takes, it hits you when you get feedback from your co-workers, your, your colleagues, maybe sometimes your clients, showing you that perhaps your work could have been better. And that takes a toll on my self-esteem as well. And on the point of comparing yourself to your peers, I would think that, as Cheyenne did mention as well, some healthy competition is actually good. It helps you improve yourself to see where you lie compared to your competitors or your peers or other people. But there needs to be a balance, I suppose. There are, for example, uh, there are things that you cannot change, whether they are biological physical, uh, certain things that are just basically your weak points because everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and there are things that you can change. Uh, A very good example of that is if you want to get, for example, I used to have a very bad posture problem. So what I did was I started going to the gym to fix that. So that's one example of something that you can change. And so I feel like the balance, one of the ways in which the balance could be achieved is to understand what are the things that we can change and we work towards that and what are the things that we cannot change and, of course, uh, try to use our strengths to overshine or outshine our weaknesses. That's one strategy I use personally, of course. In that regard, I feel like for even the things that we can change, we cannot be too hard on ourselves. We need to set realistic expectations like what Cheyenne mentioned, baby steps, and work towards that in a steady pace. The second thing I wanted to mention that affects my self-esteem is, of course, related to the article that was posted by Red Kaya, that is looks. And uh, I don't think I can deny the impact or the effect looks has on someone, whether uh, they be, I mean, however you identify yourself as. and But throughout the years, I've learned to... Uh, place less emphasis on it, and of course, find ways to be more confident and to accept myself uh, for what I am, for, 
not, not what I am, for who I am. Yeah, so that's my perspective on, on, on this question, Cheyenne. Do you have anything to add? I think a relatable point, which is on looks, and I think um, girls are generally um, more conscious about their looks. Like, let's say if I put on makeup, you know, and you know, I do my hair, I put on a nice dress, and I go out. And, you know, like, in doing this, I feel like... I, I feel better in this way, you know, I, I feel more confident. And, um, you know, on the total opposite, you know, when it's a bad day, when you have a bad hair day, you know, you, you're wearing like shabby clothes and you don't, you don't put your makeup on. So I think like um, sometimes we just feel more confident if we look good. So I think this is something that's actually quite um, inevitable to feel that way. Um, but like, should we be affected by how we look? So this is the question I'd like to ask, like, Jawi. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think even for myself also, I do feel better when I dress good, when I look good. I know I look good. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like the process of getting ready, you know, putting on makeup, like dressing nice clothes. Yeah, it's yeah. like a nice... It's like your self-esteem will gradually build up, right? Yeah, it's like a nice preparation for yourself to face the day, you know? Mm-hmm. And just... It's a, it's a good start for the day. But um, I think going back to the point, like, you know, having your looks and being a determinant factor of your self-esteem, then that's like a big no, of course. I think like going back to the, like the girls part, right, versus guys, I think it's the way we are brought mm-hmm. up, right? Like what feeds us into our minds, what builds up our subconscious thoughts that makes us think like, okay, I should be looking good today in order to feel like certain way. Which I think like there's a lot of things to unlearn like based on what we have thought last time. Yeah. Mm. And I really agree like it's more apparent in girls like, you know, um, need, needing to look good like in certain certain situations. Yeah. Mm, yeah, certain occasions, you know, yeah. like for example, if you're going out for a date, you're going out for a dinner, a party. And I mean like if you don't, do your makeup if, if you don't dress appropriately you definitely feel like you know people look at you differently because you know they're all dressed up and you know you're that one person there you know feeling like a bit kind of like isolated from the crowd but in all events I think we should you know feel confident from deep within regardless of how we look because I think ultimately it's our personality and character that um attracts people it's not like how we really look because um, looks are just temporary and you know how you treat people how you interact how you treat um you know people around you i guess that's what is that that's what matters most in my personal opinion yeah definitely mm. okay so yeah let's go back to joseph like this is a you know a question that's directed to a guy so you know there's this stereotype that claims um, that girls tend to suffer from self-esteem issues more due to their emotional and sensitive nature. So, like, from a, gu- a guy's point of view, do you believe that guys are also equally affected by it? Yes, I do believe that guys are equally affected by it, especially in this uh, society, uh, in this day and age, rather, where that much more emphasis is placed on the looks. I think it doesn't matter whether it's... Uh, babies or or however you identify yourself as i feel like it does play a big role or rather uh, the the right phrase to use it it does impact you very significantly whether you are a girl or guy so yes i do feel like it does affect everyone equally and you can tell uh when of course 
that's my personal perspective. Uh, someone else's, if you ask another guy, his or her, my, I mean, his mileage might differ, but at least that's what I think. Uh, do you want me to explain or go further on that? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, so I feel like looks in this day and age matters more than it did back then. If it, I think if you ask any guy uh, around our age, in their 20s or even early 30s, you would think they would give you an answer that's similar to mine. But if you ask perhaps someone who's our father's or grandfather's age, they're, they're thinking, from what I believe and what I've observed is, in that time, mm-hmm. they don't place as much of an emphasis on their looks. Why that is, I'm not exactly sure. But I think it can be attributed to uh, pop culture, what we're seeing and, and, and feeding ourselves with on social media, on the internet. Uh, whether or not it's healthy, well, it's debatable. I would think that to a certain extent, like what was discussed by Jawi and, and yourself earlier, uh, dressing up and, you know, it's, it's a part of making yourself feel confident. And I feel that's very important, confidence. But on the other hand, when you make it the essential part or the main part of your identity, that's when it gets a little bit problematic. Because any comments, any adverse remarks made by people towards your looks would deeply affect you emotionally because you place so much emphasis on it. That's what I think at least. Mm, have you ever like received... Um, negative comments from you know your people around you that has affected you very tremendously yes yes i have but not recently i would think that (laughs) maybe recently my fashion sense has gotten better or something i don't know but that is that i do i have received such comments before uh one of which perhaps I, i can't remember exactly what was said but the fact that why do you dress you know you look like you're so old you look like some uncle walking around the streets and then you know there was one time for whatever reason i decided to dye my hair some brownish color <laughs> and then people were saying i look like some abing so it i mean yeah it's funny in hindsight at the time it didn't feel so good but i feel like it doesn't really affect me anymore nowadays perhaps we'll come to that a bit later but yeah i have received these kind of snide remarks before perhaps uh, not as serious as the as the individual in the article but yeah it, it i have received it before and it does affect my self-esteem mm, like how long does the effect linger around in your mind or like how, how long has it affected you for me personally i can't speak for other people mm-hmm. but for me personally uh perhaps like a month or so mm, well, that's quite but long. what i did do yeah but what i did do is i try to improve it like, because like i mentioned earlier i feel like this is something that i could change i mean Certain things I can change, certain things I can't, you know, I, I don't, I, I was not born with the face of uh, what's one like famous movie star, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, Tom but Cruise. that's one, something I can't change. Tom Cruise, yeah, I wasn't born with Tom Cruise's <laughs> face, so I can't change that, but I can study on, you know, online how to dress better, how to dress uh, in a way that makes me feel more confident. Mm, I think that all boys back down to you know steps you're taking to improve um to improve yourself you know not to please others but you know you absorb the comment don't feel bad about it you know but you know try ways to kind of like enhance your looks or you know something up to your beauty standards according to what you feel it is that's right so i just want Mm -hmm. to make one more point because you mentioned earlier being uh, comfortable from deep within 
-hmm. I feel like I totally agree with that because one of the things that helped me come out of that stage to where I feel where I am now, which is uh, which such things don't affect me as much, is I've learned to be comfortable in my own skin. Mm. I have one motto. I have my own life uh, motto, if you can call it. But I mean, I don't. I don't suggest everyone use the same motto. This is just what applies to me. For me, the world is my runway. I'm comfortable enough in my own skin, even though I don't look like Tom Cruise. But I know that I'm confident being the person that I am. Mm, yeah. That's a very good motto. Yeah, I think that's most important to the end of the day. Yeah. So what what was uh what's Javi's thoughts about this? Have you ever received like negative comments which have affected you very greatly to the point you feel that you need to change everything in your life? I need to change my looks, change the way I dress, um, change the way you know I I portray myself. Like technically just changing my whole identity in order to please others. Have you ever encountered something like this? Yeah, I've received like these kind of comments before, but I wouldn't say like it has affected me so much that I want to change my identity or I want to change anything about myself just to please that person, you know? Yeah, that comment was uh, a while back, but it was something that was quite hurtful lah. <laughs> I don't think I want to say it today because like it's really it was quite bad, but I think um yeah after that I I did some reflection lah of course because it did affect me a little bit, but I was just asking myself like okay number one like what Joseph said uh, earlier on what can I change and what can I not change right so in this context the comment that was uh, given to me it was uh basically about my my physical appearance lah about my looks and it really wasn't something that I can change right so like. I mean, it's just one comment. It's just one person that I don't care about. So, why do I want to put energy on this comment, right? Yeah, I think like um, also I think it's a good practice. Uh, I learn a good practice for myself is that every time when I I meet something that uh, I would say put myself down or I just you know start questioning myself in in terms of my ability in terms of the things that I do, right? Because um, recently I journal a lot. So I think this is also what I would suggest people to do, because um, this topic is just about loving and embracing yourself just the way you are, right? Uh, I always write down like how I'm feeling towards this uh, certain mm-hmm. uh, matter. I write everything down. What are the trigger mm. points? What do I feel, right? And then I ask myself under each point, like is that a fact or an assumption? If that's a yeah. fact, if one of these a fact, then okay, what can I do to make it better? You know, but. What can I do to make it better? It's again, like you guys say, it's always baby steps. And I always give myself um, constructive feedback, like a plan for myself, how to do like step by step, you know, rather than like, hey, you're not doing well. Like you, you just you just suck at it. Like you suck at talking. But like, okay, I suck at talking, but like what's next, you know? Yeah, so I don't, I don't make myself suck into that thought. Like, okay, I suck at talking. And it just will stop there. I think that's what like a lot of people will struggle, I would imagine. Um, yeah, so I just try not to, to, to be stuck in that phase lah, and really ask myself, okay, what can I do next? And if it's something that I cannot do next, then whatever lah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. I think it's very important. Like, Javi brought out a very good point is to write down how you're feeling at that point of time and to ask yourself whether is it a fact or an assumption. If it's something you really can't change, then why bother, right? Because, like, it's just you, you know, everyone, like, Okay, back to the point where, you know, you talk about appearance. Everyone is blessed um, 
with a unique appearance, one that is so significant that only you have it in the entire world. Even like twins, they even identical twins, they are significantly different from one another. You know, there's certain attributes that are different. You know, there's certain features that you know are you know are just different. You know, in themselves. So, I mean, everyone is just special in their own way, and. As Joseph said, the world is your runway. Just live your life. You know, you can take constructive criticism, of course. That's you know a way to improve yourself. But don't take negative comments too into heart, because that will affect your whole emotional well-being, which is bad. Because their comments could be assumptions, as Javi said. It's not a fact. It doesn't. It doesn't define you in any way. It's just what people feel about you. And in terms of appearance, people can say that you're ugly. People can say that um, you're not looking more, you're not looking handsome or beautiful enough. But that is just um, their point of view. But in someone else's eyes, you're like the angel, you know, that like that came down from heaven. You know, that there are like really two sides, you know, different different sides of um, comments and stories that a lot of people can tell you. But I think most importantly, it's um, the most important thing is that you just have to know your self worth and believe in yourself. Okay, we've talked a lot about you know assumptions and how people think about you and you know what are your point of view on you know self esteem issues. Um, so like, uh, may I ask like Joseph, like what are the things that you do to improve your self esteem? Thanks, Sharon. It comes back to my. Uh, definition that I cited earlier, which is confidence in one's own worth or abilities, self-respect. Uh, for me, the keyword here, well, there are two things. The first one is uh, fake it till you make it, I suppose. I, I, I don't think that it works for everybody, but it works for me, especially in situations where, like you mentioned, um, I may be down, you know, spirit's not very high, morale is not very high, but I need to uh, still go out and, and, you know, do this case. I still need to go out and meet this client and, and make sure we secure the deal. I still need to go out and make sure that the client is impressed with the work that we have. And that's when I fake it till I make it. So I appear confident and then we deal with the rest later. The second thing is, of course, uh, taking active steps. And I feel the key word here is confidence. Uh, Self-esteem, I feel, and confidence are uh, interrelated, uh, intertwined, in fact. And uh, building your confidence takes time. Uh, it takes uh, effort. And there is a difference between, uh, because I think I need to make this distinction here, being uh, accepting yourself is one thing, and also being complacent is another. Uh, just because we have accepted ourselves the way we are, which is a great thing, and we should accept mm -hmm. ourselves the way we are, we should always also constantly find ways to improve our confidence, whether it be uh, through your skills, whether it be through your uh, improving your how how you perceive yourself, not necessarily how others perceive you, but how you perceive yourself, and uh, improving your uh, skill sets, I suppose. For me, what is important is actually I. Well, Sun Tzu has a very good quote, or rather, good saying in the Art of War, which says that know yourself and know your enemy, and in a hundred battles, you'll never be in peril. Applying that to daily life in terms of self-esteem or confidence, I think it's important and what you can do is like uh, what Jiaoyi mentioned, you can journal it. Uh, I'm not a journaler, but I actively think of it, whatever your way of doing it, is to identify your strengths and weaknesses, I suppose, 
and to use the strengths that you have to your advantage so that your weaknesses are overshadowed by your strengths. And at the same time, if the weaknesses are some things that you can actually improve, of course, find ways to improve them. So what I think is, uh, what, I, what I do to improve my self-esteem basically is to improve my confidence by way of uh, improving my skill sets, improving uh, how I perceive myself, that it, whether it be true what I, how I dress, or the food that I eat, being more healthy, um, or any other ways to make sure that my confidence level goes up. And when your confidence level goes up, I think your self-esteem naturally goes up as well. So those are my thoughts, like, at least. The important thing I feel is to, like I mentioned earlier, and I think we all have mentioned earlier, being comfortable in your own skin, but at the same time, constantly improving you, your skill sets, and you know, capabilities and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think Joseph has brought out a very good point about being complacent. Because personally, I feel that being complacent is something that will take a toll on your self-esteem. Okay, why is that so? This is because when um, you're feeling comfortable, like let's say in your career growth, and you know, therefore you will not strive to improve yourself. And Joseph also mentioned about skill sets, you you will not strive to improve your skill sets. So, and eventually you feel um you'll be uh, you feel you'll be left behind and you're not on par your capabilities are not on par with your co-colleagues, your peers. And I think this is the point where um you know someone will suffer um in terms of um emotions and you feel that you're not enough to compete uh in this competitive world. So I think that is a point, that is the triggering point where you will feel that, you know, oh, I'm not enough. And it will definitely have a toll on your self-esteem. Um, that's yeah, why I, I feel think, personally. Yeah, sorry. I think I need to make a point here for all the listeners because mm-hmm. when we talk about competition in, in this competitive world, it's very easy to let the competition minimize you and, and put you down. So I feel like uh, being when, when you're in your midst of improving yourself, when you're in the midst of um, trying to meet up with the standards of the competition, I think that we have to also accept that everyone's growth is at a different rate. So just because you cannot hit, let's say there's a hypothetical standard, right? So let's say you cannot meet that set standard within one year or let's just let's give it a very a simplistic uh, example uh, it's not it's oversimplified for the illustration purposes let's say your goal is to hit like you know get earn a million bucks by 30 for example and, and you can't hit that i think we have to accept that that's okay as well because everyone's growth is at a different rate you may not be able to hit a million you have a, earn a million dollars by your 30 but you can achieve other things in life which are also equally important and equally impressive. So I think the standard by which we measure ourselves is also important. Some people measure themselves by money. Some people measure themselves by power. Some people measure themselves by fame. But there are also other categories of ways that you can measure yourself. You know, it, mm, It's not just yeah. about these three things that people commonly measure yourself with. And I feel mm. like what you measure yourself with has a very big impact on your own self-esteem. Because if you measure yourself with money and you can't get that amount of money, 
by your target date, it affects your self-esteem. When you could have achieved so many other things, but you don't realize it because you're blinded by this one thing that you measure yourself with. Some people measure themselves by looks. And if you can't, let's say, uh, get 2,000 followers on Instagram, you suddenly feel it affects your self-esteem because that's the only thing you're measuring yourself with. So I think that we also have to inspect ourselves to find our strengths, like I said, that because there's so many things we could uh, achieve success in, success or self-esteem or confidence is not solely determined by looks or money or power or fame. So yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a point that I need to make to clarify and to, mm-hmm. to, to make sure people don't get you know depressed by not meeting certain standards by a certain time. Yeah, I think that's a very fresh perspective on how to measure your self-worth and I think that's very insightful to all the audiences as well. Um, yeah, would Jerry like to add on? No, I think I, I mean, completely agree with what Joseph said. Like, it's mm. really about like, what do you want to measure yourself against and being realistic with yourself on what you want to achieve on how you want to measure yourself. Yeah, I think like oftentimes, even for myself also back then, um, mm-hmm. again, like I had this really bad, I would say bad, lah, you know, perfectionist mindset, right? It's about, it's really about, you know, too many unrealistic, unrealistic expectations towards myself. And that was what killed me. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's being realistic with yourself. Lah. Mm. So, Javi, what are the active steps that you take to improve your self-esteem, to boost it? Um, well, if, if it's about being realistic with myself, again, because I journal a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for example, like, okay, like at work, because I'm, I'm also working. So, in the context of working, um, obviously, like, uh, I'm also very new in this workplace. I just graduated not too long ago. A lot of things are just very, very new to me. And I was very hard on myself at the very beginning. So it was a lot on like how I feel towards myself, how I think I should be doing, but not too much on, okay, what I should do next, right? Then um, I sulk on that face for quite a bit. Right? I even had conversations with my, my manager last time about... Um, the concerns that I had or the issues that I was facing. But I think what didn't help me too much also is that I myself focused too much on the negative feedback rather than the positive feedback. Um, yeah, so slowly I learned like, okay, when I, I jot down all these notes, right, about what I was thinking, um, it goes back to also balancing the feedback like, that you get, uh, even positive or negative. I think it's okay to, po- to focus and reward yourself for the positive side but the negative side also is that it really doesn't define you. And it what matters is not the negative feedback. It's about what you're taking to improve it. Yeah. And I think another small part as well is that because I was so hard on myself, right? Because I, I had this expectation like, okay, I should be doing this. I should be performing like this, 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 like against my colleagues who are more experienced. Um, but yes, it's good to have high standards for yourself, right? But mm-hmm. what wasn't very healthy for me is that it's just me perceiving myself as that, just that. And there wasn't too much on the action step uh, after that. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think, you know, slowly when I, I uh, started working, right, um, yeah, it's just something that I realized lah, is that everyone is just trying to figure things out. No one is mm. perfect, right? Like when I joined discussions and I realized like, hey, actually like all the managers are just also trying to figure things out lah, right? Mm. No one is like super smart. No one is super bad. Like everyone is just, we are just doing the right things at uh, one step at a time. Mm. Yeah. 
So we're just like absorbing ideas and just giving out our opinions and also absorbing it at the same time again. Yeah. It's like a sponge, you know, you squeeze out ideas and then you try to absorb things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I think that's very insightful from Jawi. And I think like there are a lot of takeaways that um we have from today's discussion. So you let me list some of it, you know, identify what you can change and what you cannot change. Um, use your strength to outshine your weaknesses and also set realistic expectations. I think this is very important because if you set expectations which are unreachable, like um, you feel very dreadful and you feel that, you know, you can't achieve anything in life, you know, just set realistic expectations for yourself. Achieve it, take baby steps, take your time because everyone has... Um, everyone's growth is at a different rate as Joseph mentioned so and also I think very importantly you have to accept yourself accept the way you are because everyone is just unique in their own way and you can also take um, Javi's suggestion you can write down you can try journaling you can write down how you feel at that point of time and also list down possible uh, action steps that you can take to make yourself better to improve on it and if it's just an assumption, then you can just brush it off. But if it's a constructive criticism, you can, you know, um, work on it, try to improve um, on that particular weakness or that shortcoming that you have. Yeah, so I think we have come to the end of today's episode. And a very huge thank you to our guests today, Joseph and Javi, for sharing their thoughts and giving us so many fresh perspective and insights on self-esteem. Um, and I believe that what they shared today will be greatly beneficial to our audience. So, till next time, um, stay tuned up to our upcoming episodes and follow us on our social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Alright, so thank you so much, Javi and Joseph, for today. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Joseph. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. It was a great discussion.